Well, welcome to another broadcast week here on The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and uh, good to have you along today. Uh, it, it's kind of a weird day to, uh, you know, well, it's just we're kind of shaking off the effects of the weekend. I mean, it's the first time in 50 years that we here in the United States of America have celebrated a Sanctity of Life Day and a March for Life weekend and not had Roe versus Wade being the law of the land. It's pretty incredible um, when you think about it. It, what's also incredible, though, is that the battle for abortion rights, as it were, in this country, has only intensified uh, over the weekend. Uh, there was a, the president and vice president both commemorated uh, Sanctity of Life Day or anniversary of Roe versus Wade by doubling down on the fact that it was Vice President Harris so it was a bit tone deaf in her remarks, I think, in Florida, where she was talking about how this administration would fight for the right for every woman to kill her preborn child. And, you know, basically, you know, the constitutional rights or abortion rights are for everyone. And, you know, the irony is, and it, it's not lost on me and people in the uh, sanctity of life community, but basically abortion rights supporters are denying the humanity of the, the preborn child in the womb and pro-life advocates are advocating for it as such. And so when you look at it from a pro-life perspective, the vice president's comments don't make any sense because they're saying, well, you know, abortion rights are, you know, constitutional rights, they're, they're, they're rights for everyone. Well, they're really not because everyone would include the preborn child. But to those who are on the left who think that, uh, who really honestly do believe that gender is something you can change, that surgical remedies for human bodies are completely fine with science, even though many of them would not believe in a creation story, would not believe in a God-ordained order of things, would say, you know, let, let nature take its course and evolution, et cetera, et cetera. And yet look at the prescriptions that they're willing to prescribe to young people in particular to literally mutilate their bodies to try to come up with a physical representation of what they feel emotionally. But the realities that we're dealing with is these are two hugely divided groups of people. And we in the body of Christ, I believe, have a responsibility to best address the issue as, much, as well as we can from the lens of Scripture, understanding, of course, that we can't just write other people off simply because we disagree with them, simply because, I mean, in all honesty, simply because they're wrong doesn't mean that we just write them off. And I know there are a lot of people who would look at our side of the equation and say, oh, those crazy Christian nut job conservatives, you know, they don't believe in transgender this and homosexual that and whatever. Well, of course not. I mean, in all honesty, this is the argument I make. If evolution were in fact true, then we would have evolved to a point in our culture where people could change sexes naturally. They could change gender. They could engage in homosexual reproduction naturally. Why has science not come up with an answer for that? I mean, my question was rhetorical, but the reality is you can't come up with an answer to that question because there will never be an answer. I mean, the answer is in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God's a God of order, not of chaos. And so therefore what God has created and saw that was good, nothing can push against that. We can try to modify it all we want to, but in the same way that the enemy can't rob you of your salvation, but he can try to deceive you. Did God really say that? You know, that whole bit. And he knows that. And we know that. So as long as we cling to the truth, we're in good shape. But we look at the events of the weekend and we had the March for Life and, and oh my goodness, bottom line listeners, National Crawford Roundtable listeners, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco show in Detroit had another listener uh, donate a, an ultrasound machine to preborn. 
$15,000 contribution. We had half dozen people here in the Southland uh, don't make donations to save individual children based on those individual preborn uh, ultrasound images. Give a gift in support of the sanctity of human life. If for no other reason, how about a $50 donation to celebrate that after 50 years, Roe versus Wade is no longer federal law, but the battle in the States has heated up, brothers and sisters, and we would be remiss if we ignored it. That's why I encourage your donations to preborn. They're tax deductible. We'll help you on your 2023 taxes, not on 2022, if you're if that's a motivation for giving. But the fact that there are 25 states in the U.S. plus the District of Columbia that are doubling down on abortion laws, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Vermont, and others, are basically saying from the moment a woman conceives a child, which is somewhat of an oxymoron to people who don't believe these are really babies, the moment a woman finds out she's pregnant, they believe she should be able to terminate that pregnancy right up until labor and delivery, and that is the law of the land in many states now. So you have states like Texas where it's illegal, and except for left the mother's health is at risk, and they determined a few months ago that there were three abortions performed in Texas because a woman's health was at risk. And then you have the People's Republic of California, the People's Republic of Colorado, et cetera, et cetera. So I can't stress this enough. Preborn's ministry is more important now more than ever before, not just for the saving of the lives of the babies, but also for the spiritual well-being of the mothers and the 10,000 plus women who came to faith in Christ last year as a result of the ministry of Preborn. That enough is enough to make you want to donate. $28 will save one life, $140 will save five, $56 will save two, $560 will save 20. You get the idea. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com and click on the banner for preborn. Give a donation of $1,000, give a donation of $15,000. Let's get another ultrasound machine in a preborn clinic right now. The reason why that is so important is we have the opportunity to literally bless a pregnancy resource center with an ultrasound machine that they can use for 250 abortions per year for at least 10 years. And when you amortize the cost of the uh, the ultrasound screenings to where mom can see the image, mom can hear the baby's heartbeat, that works out to about $5 per ultrasound. If God has blessed you and you have the means to do so, make that $15,000 donation. If you got a couple of friends and you each want to go $7,500 or four friends for $3,750 or 15 friends for $1,000 each, you can do the math. $15,000 donation, let's get one today. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com or thebottomlineshow.com, and you'll find information there on the banner for preborn. Uh, of course, uh, the the joy of the preborn and uh, uh, Sanctity of Life Day this past Sunday was tempered with the, um, the tragic shooting in Monterey Park. It started around 10.20 p.m. Saturday night. Uh, during the Lunar New Year, a uh, big Chinese festival in Monterey Park. Um, 10 people were fatally wounded. 10 more people were injured at the Star Dance Studio. Uh, that happened at 10.20 p.m. on Saturday. Um, all 10 victims died at the scene, and then another one of the injured people died uh, earlier today at the hospital. Um, moments after the shooting, um, the killer then attempted to enter another dance hall. This was the Lai Lai Ballroom and Studio in Alhambra, but a young bystander there was able to engage him in physical conduct and they, he wound up knocking his automatic pistol away from him. So the assailant then got into a white cargo van and was headed toward Torrance about 12 hours later 
Police in Torrance said that the suspect's van was found in a parking lot. Uh, evidently, the driver, uh, 72-year-old uh, Hu Khan Tran, uh, who's from Hemet, actually, um, wound up uh, committing suicide in the parking lot there in Torrance. Um, it's, um, it's interesting to see how this all happened and what's going down. Um, basically, Mr. Tron went had gone to Hemet police earlier to report that he was concerned that he felt as though his family were trying to poison him. And it's interesting, all of the people who uh, died apparently were age 50 and older. Some of them, Mr. Tron knew, others uh, he did not. They were random there in terms of the uh, the, uh, the identification of the people. Um, one of the uh, owners of the studio at the where the first attack uh, took place, uh, Minwing Ma, died as he tried to stop the shooter. Um, you know, this is, it's just such a tragedy. And yet it's amazing what the enemy can lead people to do when someone believes that their life is in danger. You know, here's a guy who, for reasons we may or may not ever know, was under the impression he, he had been married and divorced. And his ex-wife, you know, said that he literally thought he was hearing voices that he thought he was going to be poisoned by his family. And, um, and so that I'm not sure why that explains why he went to these different dance studios. Apparently he had been a patron there and actually had been a dance instructor. And, um, you know, but just this is the world that we're living in right now. And so why don't we, before we get into the, uh, the meat of the program here today, it's Movie Monday. we got some giveaways to give away, but let's come before the throne and just ask God for healing and for comfort and for guidance. Lord, we are so saddened by the events in Monterey Park over the weekend and in Alhambra and in Torrance here in Southern California and the LA area. And we're just, our heart breaks for the Tron family, for uh, Hukan Tron, who felt compelled to take the lives of others because he felt his own life was at risk. And Lord, we are grateful that uh, we have seen the error of our way when it comes to our life truly being at risk. We know that the sin that used to guide and direct us uh, would have entangled us and would have certainly led to certain death. But you loved us so much and you loved the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to pay the penalty, not only for the sin in the world, but the sin of each person in the world. And all we have to do is receive that gift to place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ and that his death and resurrection conquers sin and death for us, pays the penalty for our sin and death and wipes it clean. And so then when, when we do give into a human tendency, we can repent, we can turn away from that sin. Father, for the people who are not living that life right now, we pray for your compassion. We pray for empathy and may we be the ones who uh, possibly share that good news message with them because everyone needs to hear it. And we know that you made that gift available to everyone, but not everyone's going to receive it. Father, help us to fulfill the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel to everyone who needs to hear it, first and foremost, our own sinful selves. <laughs> we ask all these things in Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. All right, let's put a smile on someone's face now, maybe actually three bottom line listeners' faces today, because today is Movie Monday, and we've got another movie, movie we've talked about in the past, but it's got a special release, and so we get to talk about it again. Remember the movie I shared with you back last spring? Um, T.C. Stallings uh, from War Room, and he's been in Courageous and other things too, stars in a new movie called No Vacancy. And it's about a church that was trying to, they had enough money in their uh, uh, till, if you will, and they wanted to build a new sanctuary. They wanted to expand the church's outreach. 
And then they were compelled to buy an old hotel that had been a place where a lot of homeless people used to hang out and turn it into a homeless ministry. The movie made about the guy who actually was the lead director of that. Um, and the movie's called No Vacancy. We have a link for the trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com. No Vacancy is now streaming on Pure Flix. Ding, 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 ding. And you know what that means. That means we have free Pure Flix giveaways or su subscriptions to give away so you can watch this outstanding movie. Going to catch up with TC Stallings on the other side of this break and talk about why the No Vacancy movie kind of gives us a model for some practical ministry here in 2023. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Coverlaw used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Cover will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw. Stephanie Cover. She knows the other side. You know, it's amazing when someone gets in a, a, a an accident where potentially it's a wrongful death and there is the bereavement period and there's life insurance benefits to be made available. Stephanie Cover knows how to get them and maximize them so that you can benefit from them while you're grieving, but also while you're fighting your personal injury claim. Learn more when you contact Stephanie Cover today. Go to kbrightradio.com forward slash coverlaw. Well, a special guest joining me today here on this Movie Monday edition of The Bottom Line Show, T.C. Stallings, very, very well known to Bottom Line Show listeners uh, for the work that he's done and Courageous and and uh, the, the, the list goes on. I mean, I, I still think of that. I, I saw that opening clip uh, just the other day again. I went, oh, my gosh, has it been 10, what, 11 years? And you've done such yeah. a huge body of work since then. The movie we're talking about today, No Vacancy, is now streaming at pureflix.com. T.C. Stallings, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me on Movie Monday. I like that. Yeah, well, this it's fun because we get to talk about people about movies in this segment, and then we also yeah. get to give away either free Pure Flix streams or you know DVDs or whatever. So uh, everybody's really glad to see that you're on the program today. They're like, hey, that means free stuff, and TC's really cool. <laughs> oh, hey, let's thank talk you. I appreciate it. Well, Cecil Johnson's a great character for you, and you do such a great job of of bringing this character to life and bringing some compassion. Kind of for those who may not be aware, we've got the trailer for No Vacancy up at thebottomlineshow.com, but but give us kind of a 60-second overview of Cecil's story. Cecil Johnson uh, was a, he's an incredible person. I call him, the, like I say, he's a hero without a cape. Um, mm -hmm. some, some, a man that um, the world doesn't know, but hopefully through this film, they will know him and they'll be glad they got a chance to meet him. Started off in life uh, really rough, uh, depression, drug addiction, uh, homelessness, and uh, to the point where he just he just wanted to check out, didn't want to live anymore. Right. Um, you know, faith wasn't there, just all of the things that can just make life really, really hard. And uh, he was one of the beneficiaries of what the church in uh, in Florida was trying to do in terms of not build a sanctuary, but instead use that money for a motel mm -hmm. and uh, to help the homeless. And um, and their stories collide in such a way where my character is a beneficiary of that. 
he had a praying mom. Um, and uh, one of my favorite uh, scenes is just when she was praying while he is shooting up drugs and really destroying himself. And it was just like, he couldn't even take the fact that she's in one room praying for him to stop doing the very thing that he's doing. Mm, and, mm -hmm. and, and he just leaves and goes and tries to commit suicide. Like things mm. like this, this is Cecil Johnson. But when uh, the Lord provides a way where he uh, intersects with this church and begins to turn his life around. So he goes through the whole withdrawal process and just getting all the drugs out of his system. And, um, and he's learning how to uh, uh, read the Bible and learn and, and his transformation is so amazing that the church asked him to become one of the first, the first black, uh, like associate pastor or teacher that that church has ever had. And uh, and to start a program that rehabilitates men like himself. And, and so in essence, go find the other Cecil Johnsons out there. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and, and we'll bring them to you here and you can take them through a 12 step program. And he started to do that. And that he passed away in 2019, but all his whole body of work, there are men that are still benefiting from that program that he started. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, that's Cecil Johnson. And uh, he he is a straight up hero. And I, I absolutely was so, so pumped to be able to introduce him to the world. Yeah. And uh, it's incredible. It really is. And, you know, one of the things is we're talking with T.C. Stallings about his role as Cecil Johnson in the movie No Vacancy, which is now streaming on Pure Flix. It's amazing to me. Uh, I almost called you Cecil, um, TC. Hey. The fact, but but you embody you embody this character, and there's so many different facets here. From a church that's debating, do we do a, a new building project and you know redo the sanctuary, or do we get involved in something outside of our comfort zone? To a guy like Cecil, who knows his mom is praying for him, who knows that God is calling him, and yet still falls victim to the habitual sins that so many of us do. This there, There's such a depth to no vacancy. I think that's the thing that really blew me away about it. Talk about what it was like for you as an actor, as a man, as a son, you know, I yeah. mean, you recently lost your mom, you know, and knowing that close mm. relationship that you had. Uh, there, yeah. there must have been all sorts of feelings and emotions going on when you were playing this role. It was incredible. I mean, like, first of all, you read it all and you're like, wow, okay, this man um, wants to take his own life. I've never been through that. This man is is homeless on the street to where he doesn't know where he's gonna lay his head. I've never been through that. This man has no connection to the Lord right now. I've never, you know, experienced that at the level in which he's experienced. And I'm just reading through all the things that he's going through. This man experienced racism because you see in the film that he was assaulted by three white men, and now he has like PTSD just from seeing white people. Like mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. so deep. And I'm just looking at this like this is the deepest, most challenging role. I will ever take on at this point of my career. Wow. And, and I'm just like, okay, so now you got to sit up here and you got to go through all the, the, the methods that you're going to use for the stuff you've never experienced before. So now I'm, I'm talking to people who've been in the drug situation and I did grow up around people who had to go through withdrawal and go through all that stuff. So you, you're going through that. Then I'm zoom calling with uh, his wife, Victoria. She's amazing. She's like the female version of Cecil. She went nice. through all the same stuff but from a woman's perspective and they went through it together. So everything about Cecil, I got from her. Um, and then, so now, and then I'm watching old videos of him and, and listen to his messages and listen how he tell his testimony. And I'm just like, man, now I need for them to see Cecil and not see TC. 
So now you're growing all this hair out mm -hmm. on your face and you're working on, <laughs> you know, uh, being unkempt and, you know, sitting outside in the dirt. And, you know, and then I'm sitting there and I'm working on this little accent so I can talk mm -hmm. like and just all these different <laughs> things. Man, it was it was it was incredible to really go after this in such a way where you don't see TC, you really see CISO. And mm -hmm. uh, so that was a challenge. And, um, and I enjoyed every single minute of it. These are the roles that you that you live for. Yeah, and this is a kind of project that is having a huge impact on people because of the the effort that you put into this uh, TC Stallings. Thank no vacancy know. is being offered by pureflix.com. We've got a trailer up at the bottom line show.com. And this uh, I mentioned it's a departure for TC Stallings, but it's also I mean talk about the 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 fact that this is the kind of movie that I don't want to say we need more of in the faith community, but this is the kind of story I think that when people hear it, you 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 ticked off four or five different hot button issues, whether it's homelessness yeah. or racism, you know, the, the church struggles, things of that nature, that uh, that that we don't typically see. And again, and you've been in some great. I mean, let's face it, you're Tony Jordan from War Room, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that was that the Kendrick brothers do such a wonderful job, but there was always that sense with War Room. I felt, or a lot of the Kendrick brothers movies you know it's going to have a soft landing and a happy ending. You know, it's going right. to be very inspiring. And it does, it moves people. Right. No vacancy, on the other hand, I'm sitting there going, I, I want Cecil to make it. <laughs> talk about right. the, they right. talk about having that kind of attitude as a filmmaker. I know you've directed things before as a star, yeah. as a writer. Talk, talk about the the larger picture, not no vacancy in particular, but the larger picture in general. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, in, in this industry, a lot of people always talk about uh, stuff when you have that soft landing or when you have that, um, uh, uh, how should I say, a peachy ending that that's mm -hmm, not sure. real life. Um, that's that's really not true. It's just it isn't the full spectrum. Um, you, you just celebrate all of the fluffy stories. OK, well, let's just hear about some of these tougher stories. And right. it's fun, like even in reading scripture, you see all kinds of different people. Some people may have a, a Solomon type of life. Some people may have a Job type of life. Some people may <laughs> yeah. have a you know, it's just all spectrums. So this is just no vacancy is an opportunity uh, where we were able to tell a true story that kind of had all of it. And the fact that it's true is, I think, was the power behind it. And it's, yes, Cecil had a uh, uh, a, a uh, victorious finish, but at the same time, when Cecil passed away uh, in 2019, he passed away from a lot of that damage that he had mm. done to himself. So it's mm -hmm. not like, you know, God miraculously healed him from everything and, and he didn't have to kind of, you know, reckon with the life that he lived. But God's grace kept him lie, alive long enough so that he can get himself in a great relationship with the Lord. And we saw that uh, you see people uh, like even when people start bringing money to help the church. It's not like that wasn't a fight because most of the people in the community did not want the church to uh, build right. this place. They, they didn't want all these homeless people coming. So it was a battle. It was not a uh, you pray about it and then boom, it happens. But I will say to people, sometimes it really does work that way. So for people to who, who may feel like, you know, it was too easy. Well, sometimes God makes it easy. You know, that's where he gets the glory. Sometimes it's just like, boom, you, I'm going to get this done. Other times. You've seen people in scripture have to wait 13, 14, 15 years before something happened. And, and sometimes right. God makes you wait. Sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says not right now. So this movie has all of it. It has like a balanced view of how God operates. Um, he shuts doors. He opens doors. Some people make it. Some people don't. Some people die. Some people live. Some people get off drugs. Some people stay on it. You know, it's just, and so <laughs> yeah. no vacancy, it's, a, it's like I said, it's a true story. And that's what I love about it. When you finish watching this, 
there's a lot of things you're going to say to yourself. You're going to be like, man, if Sisu can make it, maybe I can too. I, I, or I know somebody like Sisu. Or yeah. man, maybe yeah. our church can do that too and go help people because these people are really doing it. There's a church in Florida right now helping people off the street simply because they decided not to be selfish and they were unselfish and use that money for something else. Man, I can do like you can be active on everything you see. So it's a lot there. And um, like I said, I'm just proud to be able to share this story with the world and um, and and watch people make decisions based off what they see, because this is real life. Yeah, real life indeed. And I'm really grateful that we have this opportunity to, to have this conversation with uh, T.C. Stallings today, talking about the movie No Vacancy today here on The Bottom Line. It is Movie Monday, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in, because since you caught the first part of the uh, conversation here, you get a chance to call in and win. We've got three one-month free subscriptions to PureFlix. So typically, you can go on pureflix.com. You can sign up for a seven-day free trial and then pick a plan you want, you know, for longer than that if you want to. And then you get to see all sorts of stuff for about a week. We're giving you the opportunity to watch free for an entire month. And during that month, of course, one of the movies you can see is the one we're talking about today here on Movie Monday, and that is No Vacancy. Uh, starring T.C. Stallings of War Room, and it's a fantastic uh, story about a church in Florida that made the decision to not build the extra building, to not expand the church campus per se, but to take the money they had in their building fund and instead buy an old flea bag motel. You know, something that was really run down. Uh, the owners didn't pay any attention to it. The homeless folks were just kind of coming and hanging out and occupying. And um, the church said, no, let's, let's do something. Let's make it more than just a place where homeless people can come hang out. Let's make it a transitional, like a halfway house. And they have. And it's the inspiring story of Cecil Johnson and uh, played by T.C. Stallings. Would you like one of these free uh, one-month subscriptions to PureFlix? I think you would here on Movie Monday. That's why the phones are open right now. Crystal is standing by to take your calls. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, these are three one-month unlimited free uh subscriptions to pureflix.com and while you're there there's all sorts of other wonderful films and television programs things of that nature that you can watch but this movie no vacancy is one this is something i think you should show at your church uh, definitely um, this is something you might want to show to the young people in your youth groups and whatever you've got going on um, 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line for a free one-month subscription to pureflix.com where you can watch the new movie, No Vacancy, starring T.C. Stallings, who is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. You know, it's amazing when you look at the words of Jesus and you hear him say, whenever you did this unto the least of these, you have done it unto me. He talks about feeding the, the hungry and clothing the naked, you know, giving that cup of cold water in his name. Sometimes we look for the big and the grandiose, you know, we're going to have a big crusade or we go, I was talking to someone over the weekend about a, a local outreach here where several uh, church denominations are going to get together in different cities all across the country and have a big uh, outreach for one day coming up this spring. I think that's phenomenal. But it's amazing how when you look at the miracles Jesus performed, you look at the way he spread the gospel and showed us how to do the same. It was person to person, need to need. And it was very, very, like I say, personal. And so this is this kind of ministry is typified in the movie uh, No Vacancy, starring T.C. Stallings. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278.
800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. As we continue, more of my conversation with T.C. Stallings talking about no vacancy next as the bottom line continues. T.C. Stallings, my guest today, you're on the bottom line. <laughs> the movie's called No Vacancy that we were talking about. The trailer's up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's streaming on Pure Flix right now, and I highly recommend you take a look at it. I, I love listening to you talk, T.C., about your approach to acting and the creative process because i can hear the guy who said as a young boy i'm going to play in the nfl I, i'm going to it does, doesn't matter what's going on around me you know i'm single mom don't know my dad until later in your uh growing up years i'm gonna i'm, I'm just gonna do this and setting the goal talk about the that dream that kind of goal setting was that something you saw a model did you have older siblings or maybe other family members who did that or is that just you saying man i'm looking around here and saying i could i want better i want something different that's pretty much it. Um, I was just a, a product of my environment. Um, you know, I I didn't really like the situation that I was growing up in. Um, I felt like my mother's life was too hard for her um, sure. in terms of, you know, not having a whole lot of money. And, you know, I, like I, said, I, I didn't even meet my father until I was like 18 years old. So like, you know, I didn't I didn't have that thing like what my kids have, where I've been married 21 mm -hmm. years with my wife and we both grew up in the Lord and all of that. And we raised them that way. I got it. I didn't wasn't exposed you know, to that in that way so um and then you know you got gang violence and you know drugs and you know uh, just all these different things when you look around and it's just like man i i don't want this like not for myself not for my family and i just i'm like i want to get married and and stay with my wife and have some children and break this chain you know and it, it, my goals start to shape when i was young and right. and now you're looking and you see seeing on commercials and things like that or you'll watch a documentary or something uh where like kids are starting to like play basketball or play football or run track or something. And they end up going to college for free. See, I didn't know anything about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that you could do it through football, well, I liked football and, uh, and I was 12 years old. I started playing football. And when I saw that I was tremendously great at it, I said, I'm going to college. Like I just started to write my, and, uh, and that's exactly what happened. So my goals were shaped by my environment and my desire to change the life of my, my mother and my family. And I wanted to help everybody. You know, I was like, this yeah. is rough and I want to help them. And, and that's where it started. And it's like the Lord just, he, he's obviously, he just knows everything. He's brilliant. He's like, I'm going to use this to straight up completely grab TC's heart. And mm -hmm. at the right moment, I'm going to shift his passions. Yeah. And, I, um, and so that's what happened. That, well, that was the next question of TC Stallings is obviously that you had this dream and this desire and you could see God's hand in it, not only because you had the ability, but you recognized that the ability was something other than, I mean, I see so many parents and kids with the false praise oh my kid's a superstar my daughter's a genius whatever it is and and there's something about when you really do see talent i mean for you to be able to have that innate knowledge that says hey at 12 years old you know I, if i stay on this path i can play demon football i mean I, yeah. as you as opposed to just saying i i i I have a nephew who, when he was 14, I want to play for the Lakers. You've never played right. competitive basketball, you know, so right. just because you're a fan doesn't mean you're actually going to do it, but right. you were on that path. And then you said, God shifted your passions, TC. Yeah. Talk about that moment because where you are right now, it's, you're, you're not, it's not the NFL career you were hoping for, but it seems right. like it's a lot better. Yeah. You know, I, the Lord allowed me to have a, a, a great career on every level that I've ever played football, whether it's junior high, high school, middle school, uh, in college at University of Louisville, in the CFL um, with the Calgary St. Peters, over in Europe with the Bergamo Lions and their professional leagues in Europe, won a Super Bowl over there. I'm just 
tearing it up. So I'm thinking yeah. that that year in Europe where we won the championship in 2008, I'm coming back to the States. You know, I'm a 1600 yard running back with 20 something touchdowns. And I'm like, we're going to put this film together. We're going to, you know, I'm going to go and play for my hometown Browns. Like I'm going to, yeah. you know, I have, and then I go see, you know, fireproof. And um, I just saw the power of that movie in that, mm. in, 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 in the, film room and i'm at the theater that i was at i'm just watching everybody like like in real time trying to fix your marriages you know like mm-hmm, a movie right. a, a movie did that you know and uh and you're just thinking about the power of film and i just said to myself like man i think i know what i want to do when i'm done with this because see i was inspired by like when kids would come to my college football games and afterwards they would hang out at the locker room just waiting for us to come out and we were like heroes to them, like superheroes. So yeah. you come out and they'll ask for your glove and you sign it and give it to them. And uh, and then um, the, the mother would say, tell them to do good in school. I'd be like, yeah, man, listen to, <laughs> you know, listen to your mother, do good in school. And so the, and then because they respect you so much, they literally will go to school and mm-hmm. do better. So yeah. I realized the power that you have in that case. And that's one of the things I really loved about being an athlete and a professional athlete on any level. So for me, when I saw that film could pretty much do the same thing and how influential film was, I said, man, I think I know what I want to do when I'm done, but I need to authenticate this calling. Like I learned at that point, is this what the Lord want me to do? Right. I prayed about literally, what do you want me to do with this? I I talked to my wife. I'm like, who made this film? She said, Kendra Brothers made this film. I said, well, if I can find them, I'll start there. And the Lord mm. dropped him in my lap and I'm in courageous. Wow. So that's how I knew that, okay, this is a path for me. And I've never looked back since then. Well, and think about that four years after courageous comes out, you're in war room, which was the number one movie in America for a while. Right. Think if you'd gotten your dream of playing for the Cleveland Browns and you guys would still be fighting for the number one draft pick every year. So I mean, I think <laughs> this, this is much better trade-off. I think in God's economy for TC Stallings. Well, it, not only that, it's like I my body feels a lot better too. You know, it's like yes. it's like yes. it's, a, it's a, a lot less hits and a lot less. But you know, I don't always say. You know, I don't know if I would have grown in my faith to where I'm. Like, I'm just so pleased with what the Holy Spirit has done in my life. Amen. Um, how I'm able to again, God gets all the glory. So, like when I say what I'm able to do, I want to. I want people to understand uh, it's not a TC thing because I just think on my own. I would. I, I might do a lot of cool things, but it wouldn't be God stuff. I wouldn't be. Right. I, I don't know, but I know through the Holy Spirit, He's just captured my heart to the point where my days are spent knowing that it's all about making sure that when God looks at me, when Jesus looks at me, it, it, He's pleased with what I'm doing. I'm. I'm, and mm-hmm. what I'm doing is what He called me to do, not what I want to do. So mm-hmm. all of that stuff, I think, just comes from these years of being in the will of the Lord. And that's what matters most to me. So if you, now, if you told me if I went to the NFL that I could still be the same person that I am right now and the mm-hmm. same family and it, then fine. Uh, but uh, I ain't complaining about what the Lord has done with me in my film career, because it's how I do it in an uncompromising way and never leaving him out of the picture that I think is, is very difficult to do. And he has been able to use that for his glory and that makes me smile like where someone can say hey tc never left god out of the the right. equation and look what uh you know he and he says jesus name he le- and look what god is doing in his career and that 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 man that that means a lot to me yeah well the proof is there tc stallings my guest today here on the bottom line uh, he's the star of the brand new movie called no vacancy actually came out in the a theatrical release late last year and is now streaming at pureflix.com and i encourage you to watch this movie a story of battling homelessness and and churches t- taking kind of putting uh, you know uh, 
Jesus with the skin on, so to speak, really going into the areas where the ministry needs to happen. And it's a great depiction of the life of Cecil Johnson. We've got about a minute left in our conversation, T.C. Stallings. What's on the horizon for you? You always have so many different projects every time we talk. Where's, where do we find you online and what can we be praying for you for here in 2023? Absolutely. Great question. Um, you can find my, my website is www.tcstallings.life, L-I-F-E. And I try to make it a point to make sure I update everybody on what's going on um, project-wise there. And everything is there. People always ask me, like, you know, do you help actors? Yes, I do. I do that there. Uh, can we find out your projects? I do that there. Um, and uh, I partner with ClearPlay, which I love. A lot of people, um, you know, are familiar with ClearPlay. But if you're not, ClearPlay is just how you can filter out uh, when you're streaming. You can uh, you can filter out any bad words, you know, profanity, God's name in vain, nudity, all of that. And you can do that on like HBO Max, you know, Amazon, Netflix, all that. So people who love to watch those things, but you're always like, man, these, the, it gets the yeah. language. And, uh, and, and this is all legal, like the way that we do it. We follow copyright law. So that's a great thing that I love about Clearplay. And when I found out what they're doing, I'm like, man, this is a no brainer. There's so many things that I don't watch because of all of that and Clearplay can take it out. So that my partnership with them is like one of the main things that I've been working on is trying to spread the word about Clearplay. Cause I mean, man, a family's a faith and uh, people who don't want, I mean, there's no way you should not, not know about this, you know? Right, and so right. other than that, just, you know, writing my own scripts, because like I said, I want to, I want to be a filmmaker myself and get Good. behind the camera a bit and help the mm -hmm. other TC Stallings out there, actors and actresses. And tell my own stories that God inspired me to do. So uh, Amen. that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I love it. Well, blessings to you, brother, in that new endeavor. And of course, a final reminder to our bottom line show listeners and viewers who are watching us at myhopenow.com as well, that the new movie, No Vacancy, is streaming at Pure Flix. It stars T.C. Stallings playing... Uh, Cecil Johnson, the remarkable pastor, former homeless guy who has a tremendous transformation and has left a lasting legacy in ministry in Florida. We've got that trailer up at thebottomlineshow.com. TC, always great to spend time with you. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you. Thanks for having me, brother. All right. Well, I hope you're ready to dial. It is Movie Monday, as we mentioned. And I, I you know, I have to admit, T.C. Stallings is probably one of the most excitable people about Movie Monday. I mean, you know, a lot of times we talk about we do these programs. We do they have these conversations. He goes, man, yeah, this is great. I'm on Movie Monday. So thank you, T.C., for sharing that enthusiasm. The movie No Vacancy. Trailer is up at thebottomlineshow.com. Movie is now streaming on Pure Flix, but you need a subscription. Unless you're a bottom line listener, then we've got free subscriptions for you. Uh, what say you? 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 this is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Pastors, lay people, Bible study leaders, youth workers, watch this movie on Pure Flix and then find out how you can show it at your church. And then ask the question, is this what God is having us do? Is this is where God leading us to do? Trust me, during the pandemic, a lot of churches grew. A lot of churches like Jeremy McGarity, Best Skyline Church here in San Diego, the 10-10-10 program. They're almost at 10 new congregations planted in way less than 10 years. At the same time, though, a lot of other churches said, hey, we're not going to be able to hang on. There may be a church outreach somewhere that uh, your congregation can maybe purchase and then say, what are we going to do with this? Are we just going to run a brick and mortar church or are we going to do something different? I think the movie No Vacancy will challenge you in those think in that thinking, especially as you consider how close we are to the Lord's return. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And speaking of the Lord's return, 
I don't have the date. I, I, I don't. You don't either. None of us do. <laughs> Scripture tells us no one knows the day or the hour. But what about the end times? Are we actually getting closer to said end times? I'm going to talk about some statistics that are now available from Pew Research with regard to end times and prophecy, and then we're going to open the phones and give you a chance to weigh in. 800-227-5278. That's the number to get you through to the bottom line. You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys, and I said to them, here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all of them to good, Romans 8, 28. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him for guidance and what you're supposed to be doing. Amen and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to capebrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through. Here on this Movie Monday, T.C. Stallings has been my guest for the past half hour. You recognize T.C. Stallings, especially if you saw the movie War Room. He played Tony Jordan, uh, Priscilla Shire's husband, in that outstanding movie about Miss Clara and prayer and things like that. Here we are, if you're ready for this, we are seven and a half years after War Room going number one at the box office. Can you believe it? And now T.C. Stallings is the star of a brand new movie that's available at pureflix.com. It's called No Vacancy. It's the story of Cecil Johnson, a former homeless guy who winds up. And, and if you've seen the movie before, and I, this, I, I found this to be very moving. Cecil went through so much and had such severe PTSD from being homeless, from being addicted, from being uh, profiled by, for, by racists. I mean... He really had, I mean, God really had his work cut out for him with Cecil. And yet his testimony is so remarkable that when you add into the mix a church that decides, hey, you know what we're going to do? We were thinking of expanding on our campus, maybe planning a new church or, or building a new sanctuary. And instead, we're going to take that money and we're gonna, we found a hotel in downtown that uh, handles uh, you know, a lot of volume from people who are homeless. The owners don't really care about the place anymore, and so they're just kind of letting it go to seed. Why don't we buy it and turn it into a rehab center for people who are homeless? It'll become transitional housing as opposed to um, just a place for the homeless to congregate until the local police come and uh, drive them out. And Cecil wound up going through the 12-step program. He wound up becoming pastor at the church, first African-American pastor at this traditionally white church. And they put him in charge of the homeless ministry. And it's just, a, it's a remarkable story. We've got three free one month subscriptions to pureflix.com for you for contacting the bottom line show right now, 800-227-5278. And when you get the free subscription, of course, then you can watch No Vacancy. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I was reading about a doctor in Washington state, a guy called Dr. Ryan Cole. And it's interesting when you think about what's happening in the world right now. I mentioned earlier the uh, the Lunar New Year shootings and the, uh, the the Chinese man from Hemet, California, who 
stormed into a dance studio in um, in Monterey Park and then went to another one in Alhambra and was on his way to one in Torrance when eventually police caught up with him 12 hours after the shootings. Ten people were killed and ten people wounded in Monterey Park. And then an 11th person, uh, one of the 10 who was injured, wound up uh, succumbing to their injuries earlier today. And the family members, the ex-wife of the guy who, I mean, this is a 72-year-old man, is a former dance instructor, went to a couple of the places where he had either led dancing lessons before or actually engaged in it with his now ex-wife. All the victims were over 50. I mean, this was not like a school shooting type of thing we see. It was really unusual to see. And especially at the start of the Lunar New Year, which is really big in the Chinese community, and went to largely Asian Alhambra, Monterey Park, places where there's a lot of uh, Chinese-speaking people. And people close to him said, look, he may have been motivated by the fact that he heard voices that were telling him his family's trying to poison him. And I thought, boy, that's just so sad. And yet that's so like the enemy to get into the minds of people and, and start to, you know, lead them down that path. You know, this is from Genesis three. Did God really say you can't eat the fruit of the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil? The enemy can't make you give up your salvation. He can't take it away from you, but he can certainly put doubt into your mind. And I wonder how many people like during the pandemic, for example. I mean, it's it's mind boggling to me that there was such a big push during the pandemic for vaccination protections, but not much for treatment. I mean, very surprisingly, as a matter of fact, I mean, I, I used myself as an example. It was last June when I was... I wasn't hospitalized. I was never officially admitted. I went to an emergency room. My throat was really sore. It was stuffy. Um, I had a hard time. I mean, even just the basic, you know, saliva in your mouth trickles down your throat and you're, ah, I can't, I couldn't talk and I talk for a living. So I went and I got some medication, got some breathing treatments and they put me, they diagnosed that I had pneumonia, but then also they ran a test and said, well, you also tested positive for COVID. And so I thought, well, I probably, you know, they kind of go part and parcel these days. And so they gave me medication for the, uh, the pneumonia and that wound up knocking out the COVID too. That happens a lot because COVID mimics flu and pneumonia and things of that nature. But it was interesting that during the initial stages of the pandemic, the whole focus seemed to be we're going to lock you down. We're going to shut down your business. You're going to wear a mask, et cetera, et cetera. And then, oh, by the way, once we get a vaccine, the vaccine's going to solve the problem. And a lot of people, I think, believed it. But what about the people who got COVID when there was no vaccine? What do you do? What were the prescriptions? And a number of doctors were scrambling. One, this Dr. Ryan Cole in Washington State, who said, look, um, I've tried ivermectin with patients and it seems to work in treating COVID-19. And he literally, I mean, he just had his license, medical license officially revoked by the state of Washington Medical Board. Because three years ago when he was prescribing ivermectin and, you know, the z pack was a popular treatment, these had been approved for other uses, but the FDA was saying, oh, you can't use it for COVID. And I'm asking the question, why not? I mean, I know people who get flu shots to try to stop the flu but if they get the flu, they don't, they aren't denied treatment for the flu. You know, I mean, people who take different vaccinations for different things, you know, the, the little kid shot the diphtheria and measles and whatever this, that, and the other thing, if we give them the vaccination and it's supposed to keep you from getting it, but then you get it, you don't deny them treatment, but COVID was different. 
it's only recently that you see Moderna and Pfizer and some of the ones who are rushing the vaccine into, you know, orbit, if you will, to, you know, all of a say, okay, well, now we've got a treatment ready. Now we've got, and I thought, wow, I mean, I, I understand the vaccination part, kind of put up a hedge of protection against trying to stop a virus and trying to vaccinate against a virus is literally what Rich Mullins used to say, like putting a screen door on a submarine, right? Herding cats, you know, those types of things. It's virtually impossible. But to see this man lose his medical license because at some point on some kind of technicality, just because the FDA said, don't prescribe ivermectin, don't prescribe hydroxychloroquine, they aren't officially approved for that. And then our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom come along and say, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. These people are getting in trouble because they were prescribing something that was officially approved by the FDA for one use, and they're using it for something else and having success. Well, what about those abortion pills that you've been giving out for the past 20 years that were never FDA approved to terminate a pregnancy? They were FDA approved for other uses, and now they're being used to literally starve a child in the womb and then expel the child's body from his or her mother. We're living in some very strange times. And if you don't pay attention to what's happening and stay close to God's word, you're going to go nuts. By the way, heartily recommend you support Alliance Defending Freedom. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, make your best donation because all the cases that they handle, like the one against the FDA right now, and another one in Mississippi that we'll tell you about tomorrow, and another one coming out about a Mexico, about a, a lawyer who's being threatened with jail time for quote unquote misgendering someone. Alliance Defending Freedom handles those cases pro bono, which means they don't charge anything, so that you and I can get legal protection based on our biblical rights and our biblical understanding of the Constitution. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner, make your best donation today to support people who are going, you could be wind up like Dr. Ryan Cole at some point saying, I have a religious objection to, you know, the, the vaccine. And next thing you know, you lose your medical license. It's crazy. Go to Alliance. De- well, you can find Alliance Defending Freedom at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And I heartily recommend that you make a donation there today. Hey, let's take a quick break. We're t- still taking your calls at 800-227-5278. We've got three one month free subscriptions to pureflix.com. It's Movie Monday, and you can watch T.C. Stallings and No Vacancy and all the other great offerings from PureFlix at uh, pureflix.com. But you need a subscription, and we've got three free ones for you right now. Give Crystal a call, 800-227-5278, is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll be taking your calls until 4 o'clock on this giveaway, so I encourage you to give us a call right now and get through to the bottom line. You know, here we are uh, just one day after the first ever March for Life. It was so exciting to see all the thousands of tens of thousands of people marching to celebrate the sanctity of human life, knowing that Roe versus Wade had been overturned. But we understand that over the past seven months, ever since June 24th, 2022, the abortion rights activists have doubled down on their efforts. They're passing crazy legislation like in California and Connecticut, Colorado, and they're working very hard to enshrine abortion rights into state constitutions like we have here now in the People's Republic of California. So what can you do as a Christian who supports the sanctity of human life? I heartily recommend that you make a donation to Preborn right now. Go to kbrightradio.com and hit the Preborn banner. Go to rogermarsh.com. The same banner is there. Or call 833-850-BABY. 
833-850-2229. A $28 donation provides an ultrasound appointment for one mom and will save one baby. $280 saves 10, $2,800 saves 100, and a $15,000 donation will provide 250 uh, ultrasounds per year for 10 years through a brand new ultrasound machine at a preborn clinic. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. 800 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I'm Roger Marsh. It is Movie Monday, and we are giving away movie tickets, sort of. Well, they're not tickets to the theater. Hold, hold, hold on. Before people start calling and said, ah, Roger said free tickets. Uh, thanks to everybody who joined us this past Saturday at the Gem Theater in Garden Grove for the screening of The Baby Boomer Dilemma, Dennis Wilson's free movie screening. I'm hoping it was a great turnout. I'm hoping we could do it again soon. Um, stay with us here. <laughs> Stick with us for details. If you didn't get a chance to see the Baby Boomer Dilemma this past weekend, there's a good possibility you're going to get a chance to see it coming up in the next month or two. So keep listening to us here at the bottom line, and we'll tell you what's going on with that. Um, we've got a couple minutes left in our giveaway for the three one-month free subscriptions to pureflix.com to see T.C. Stallings in the movie No Vacancy, the outstanding movie uh, story of Cecil Jones, the uh, homeless, formerly homeless, then uh, recovered pastor to the homeless, uh, a church in Florida that wound up taking money they were gonna use for a big uh, project to rebuild a sanctuary or build a new one, and they wound up buying an old hotel where a lot of homeless people hung out and turning it into kind of a transitional uh, housing center. And that ministry continues on even today. It'll change the way you think about, well, homelessness, but also the way you think about ministry in these last days. Uh, we're giving away three of these free subscriptions, so you can watch it anytime you want to during the month. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, I just mentioned that phrase, in these last days. And a lot of Christians would say, yeah, you're right. Oh my goodness, Antichrist is right around the corner. Uh, here comes the rapture, here comes this, here comes that. Others might say, wait a minute, are you sure? Others still would say, well, look, the Lord is going to return. Antichrist is, I mean, reality, read Revelation, so why is anyone concerned about this? But Pew Research Group did a, a poll recently asking just Americans and then specifically Christians, do you believe we're living in the end times? 42% of Americans said yes, which means 58% said no. But 47% of Christians surveyed by Pew said that they believe that we are living in the end times. And so my question for you that we will use to conclude the balance of the program is, do you agree with that survey and answering yes to that we're living in the end times? 800-227-5278 is the number to call. Love to get your thoughts on this. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Do you believe we're living in the end times? That will be the topic of conversation for the final half hour of the broadcast for our KCBC audience. You have Rabbi Schneider in Discovering the Jewish Jesus awaiting you on the other end of this break. And we'll uh, ca you'll catch up with this part of the call in later tonight on Bottom Line Show Extra. For those who remain on the network, no conspiracy theory, no wrong answers here. If you do believe we are in the end times, I'd love to hear why. If you don't believe we are, do you think we're close? Do you think it's going to happen in your lifetime? 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. That's the number to get you through to the bottom line. 
Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through if you've got an opinion on our opinion poll today for the remainder of the program. And I realize we still have a few folks who called in for the T.C. Stallings Movie Monday giveaway, uh, the free subscriptions to Pure Flix. Uh, This time we had three one-month subscriptions, so you can watch the movie No Vacancy, starring T.C. Stallings, the great story of uh, a former homeless uh, gentleman, a guy with a chemical dependency, Cecil Johnson, who wound up becoming saved, redeemed, clean and sober, and eventually became a pastor at a homeless outreach that was started by a church that had planned to do a big expansion of their own church ministry and instead felt led to purchase a hotel where a lot of local homeless used to congregate, and they turned it into transitional housing. And the ministry is still thriving to this day, and uh, it's a great movie, very inspiring, one you'll want to watch. And you can watch it for free on Pure Flix, but uh, we only have three of these uh, subscriptions to give away. So get your call in now, 800-227-5278. And then watch it as a leadership team. Watch it with your family, especially if you have kids who are teens and preteens who uh, would be motivated by this. If you run a Christian school, feel free. I'm talking to you <laughs> coming to Christian school. This is a great movie to show and say, how can we provide a solution. And the reason I feel it's interesting, we're coming up on, it's hard to believe this, but um, it was just about this time five years ago. I may have been, let's see, I'm trying to think when the date will be. Um, March 12th, 2018 was the, it'll be the fifth anniversary of my open heart surgery. Um, And it was right around this time in January of 2018 that I was being informed by my cardiologist, Dr. Brett Wortman in Irvine, that uh, I needed the surgery. And so I, I get, sometimes I get a little sentimental you know, for different reasons, but it was wild to have had uh, some health challenges from January, 2017 to tw- January, 2018, a couple of hospitalizations and to ultimately discover that I had a really teeny tiny uh, blood clot in my right lung. But I also, then that turned out to be scar tissue. But then to find out that I had a bicuspid aortic va- valve that was in stenosis, if you know anything about the aorta, that's where the clean blood that's been you know, oxygenated and freshened up goes shooting back up the top, back into your system. And oftentimes what happens is the blood that's coming back down, there'll be a blockage on the back end of that. And that's what is often referred to as the widow maker because blockage can fire up in there and you don't know it until eventually your heart stops pumping blood. And then when your heart doesn't pump blood, well, you know what happens. And they ran a, a angioplasty on me, uh, gosh, maybe around five years ago next week, and found out that my arteries were all completely clear. I mean, I was very pleasantly surprised to find out that I didn't have, I mean, other than just some usual wear and tear, but for a 56-year-old guy, I didn't have major blockages. A lot of times you'll find a slowdown of the pumping of the blood, and it's because there's a major coronary artery blockage, and they have to do a, put a stand in and run things through. I didn't have that. But your the the valve that's on top of the aorta typically looks like a peace sign or a Mercedes-Benz emblem. It's got it's a trifold and it moves in kind of a trifold. You know, God's a triune God. Every now and again, people are born with what they call a, a, a bicuspid aortic valve, and the valve cover looks more like a piggy bank. The blood can still go through it, but since there's just the two valves and they're a little tighter together, two uh, parts of the cover, then they can wear out faster. And my dad was born with it, and I was born with it. My brother was not. 
only 2% of the population has it and 98% of them are men. So if you're a woman with bicuspid aortic valve, like one of my rehab nurses was, we need to talk because you are what they call it, a purple unicorn, right? So anyway, I, I had the diagnosis and uh, found out I was going to have to have open heart surgery about five years ago. And in addition to that, I had an aneurysm developing in the ascending aorta. It was about four millimeters. And once it gets to five, it can burst and you can bleed out. So I am very, very grateful to be having this conversation with you. And for those who are watching on myhopenow.com right now, I'm thrilled to be here. But I also understand I've got a medical routine that I have to follow now. I'm measuring out my pills and medication this morning uh, for the week. That's just, that's part of the deal. Exercise has changed a little bit, get a little more tired and get a little more dizzy um, on a regular basis. Can't uh, bend over as quickly and come back up from it as I used to, which makes the gym a little more challenging. But I'm, you know, I'm still here. But the one comment I've received from longtime listeners of the Bottom Line Show since I came back is they say, wow, man, you're an evangelist now. <laughs> you're, you're preaching the gospel like it's nobody's business. And I do so for two reasons. First and foremost, I grew up in the church. And yet I can honestly say that until I went to seminary, I never really heard the gospel accurately and adequately preached and proclaimed. Even going to a Lutheran church where they say, hey, it's law and gospel, we're preaching the gospel in every single Sunday morning message. I learned how to articulate that in seminary, which started for me a decade ago. That's number one. Number two, I know how quickly life can be. And over the past five years, I've had a number of people close to me that say, well, you're 61, you're of that age. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about a couple of really dear friends a uh, former college pastor and mentor, uh, the mother of my children. I mean, there are a lot of people that I know who are no longer here and I know are on the other side. They're with the Lord. So my preaching of the gospel says, hey, let's live every day like Jesus is coming back this afternoon for a reason. I know we can get caught up in politics and we can get hung up on, uh, you know, exegetical issues and things of that nature. And those are, are important to discuss. But at the end of the day, our great commission, job one for us is going to all the world and preach the gospel. And so when I look at this Pew survey that says, hey, do you believe that we're in the end times? I wholeheartedly believe that we are. Now, how quickly we're moving in that direction, I'm not sure. But in terms of living in the end times, put me in the 47% of American Christians and 42% of Americans overall who believe that we're living in the end times. I, I say that also as someone who says, you know what, when I was younger, I remember one of the things that I really, really loved to hear was that all of this stuff was going to happen at some point, and yet we had kind of the assurance that it wasn't gonna get on us. It wasn't gonna happen in our lifetimes. But now I'm not so sure. My kids, my grandkids, I think they've got a shot at seeing all this. And I really do honestly believe that we are qualifying for the end times. But enough about me. What do you think? 800-227-5278. Pew Internet Research Study says that 42% of Americans and 47% of Christians believe that we are in the end times. 58% of Americans and 53% of Christians do not. So we've got the phone lines open right now at 800-227-5278. 
is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I would love to hear from you. There's no wrong answer here. This is not one of those, you know, well, I've got a conspiracy theory and you need to prove me wrong, or I'm going to ask you some gotcha question to try to make myself feel better about knowing the answer. I honestly wholeheartedly believe that if you were to look at the way the governments are lining up, the way the economies are lining up, the technology that's available. I mean, remember, if you if you read the Left Behind series when it came out, you know, it was in the mid-90s. And we looked at some of the things that we thought might happen, you know, in a post-trib, well, well pre, they were pre-trib rapture people, right? You know, I mean, that that whole thing and the Buck Williams and the Rayford Steele and all that stuff. Jerry Jenkins had to take a few liberties because some of the things weren't around yet. But all of a sudden, the idea of this global news network and everyone reporting from wherever they were, not necessarily having studios and everything. We didn't really have the internet yet. Now I know, I guess, Kevin Sorbo and his production team are actually remaking the Left Behind stuff. They know a lot more about things that could be conceivable today that were kind of fantastic back in 1995. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go to the phones. Just want to get your opinion. What do you think? 800-227-5278. Do you agree with the opinion poll from Pew Research that says that 42% of Americans and 47% of Christians believe that we're living in the end times? 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Get your money out of a traditional 401k or IRA now. What we have is we have a problem in the sense that, and I've got a big pot of money. No one's advising me on what to do with this big pot of money. And so I'm just kind of putting it all over the place. People in the early 50s and early 60s, when they went to work, they had pension plans. Hey, they knew when they retired, they're going to have a pension plan. Well, it is a real challenge when you think about the fact that here I am, now I'm retired and you're now responsible for everything to do with your retirement, everything to do with the growth everything to do with what you're going to do. And so this kind of gives you a feeling of relief to know that, hey, that, that I'm not the only one out here suffering. When you see the the severity of what the 401k has limited you to, and you realize that it really isn't what it was cracked up to be, this kind of takes them down the road and shows them how easily that can be solved. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial Services for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the Bottom Line Show. And uh, we're taking your calls here uh, regarding a brand new survey from Pew Research. And Pew Research is asking the question, do you believe we're living in the end times? Do you think there's enough biblical support? Do you believe there's enough uh, uh, realistic, uh, you know, uh, governmental support, technological support for making the case that we are living in the end times? I will make the case that we are. When you see the way the government intrusion has infiltrated every corner of society, the fact that we are so beholden for your my help now, friends, I'm holding up my uh, my smartphone right here. The technology that we have at our disposal, the fact that we now have quote unquote smart homes and smart TVs so that we can be completely monitored. Now, I know you're, what you're thinking, you don't think like that. You know, oh, I got a smart home. And you know what that means? That means that if my garage door is stuck or, or if I can't, if I need to let somebody in the house, I could do it from wherever I am using the app, right? All right, I've got Alexa. 
in my home. Hey, Alexa, put on some cool 50s music. We're doing housekeeping today. Well, what happens when you start looking at your Alexa and Alexa starts making suggestions for things for you to purchase based on a conversation you were just having that Alexa was listening to? How about television? I remember at one point, one of our kids was looking for work. I don't remember what, which one and what job they were doing. I like to play a video game on my phone at Scrabble. It's kind of a nerdy, geeky game, but that's, I'm nerdy and geeky. And I, <laughs> the company that this child was applying for started running recruitment ads in my game. I'd never seen them before or since. By the way, they got the job and that, that, that was good. But it's crazy how we have all this smart interactive technology. But then when you see a, a virus introduced into our society, you know, it's, it's pretty fair to assume based on the actual data that we've seen from the, you know, the uh, full gain of research and things that happened by the U.S. government funding what happened in China, that the Wuhan virus was man-made. Now, I understand that if you will create a virus that mimics another virus to try to create a cure for both, that makes sense. But in the same way that all of a sudden, remember when HIV showed up? Oh, we all know where that came from. Yeah, but, Well, yeah, but where did the virus itself come from? We know how it was spread, but where did the virus itself? And the people who ask those questions, I mentioned Dr. Ryan Cole, the Washington state or doctor in the state of Washington who had his license revoked because he was prescribing ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. Why did the CDC make such a big deal out of not wanting treatment, but wanting to have this so-called prevention in the form of the vaccine. I came across a Twitter post from Robert Reich, who used to be the uh, Secretary of Treasury, I think back in the Bill Clinton days. And he was bemoaning the fact that I think it's Moderna or maybe Pfizer has this new treatment for COVID-19. And he said, you know, what's it's available now for $139 a dose, but it only costs them $2.83 a dose to uh, uh, to have to make. That, my friends, is corporate greed, says the guy who used to be the Secretary of the Treasury, who was part of the government that actually picks the people to be FDA administrators, advisors, and things of that nature, who actually determine what are the mandates, who award the patents to certain companies to make sure that they can make money off of this stuff. I mean, th these, <laughs> for the people who say, oh, there goes another conspiracy theory. Well, why is it that of the past five years, every quote unquote conspiracy theory winds up being proven true 18 months later? When, when I've taken our government to task, especially here in the People's Republic of California, you'd be amazed at the number of people who will write and say, hey, you, you do realize, of course, these guys were actually fairly elected. How do you know? I mean, come on. Really? Because CNN and NBC and Fox News tell you that this is a fair and square election, that there's no funny business going on? You don't see what's happening with the current president of the United States and the 25th Amendment warming up in the bullpen? All of a sudden, they find these documents in the Biden compound. All of a sudden, the Penn Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania that gets most of its funding or got most of its funding to start up from the Chinese government, nobody thought that would be a problem. And yet, 
when you do ask the question, I started a YouTube channel about two years ago. I don't do a whole lot with it. I was posting a video and it was at the height of the pandemic and the vaccines and things of that nature. And I asked a question in the heading of the, the video without even getting into the content. It was, I was doing an analysis, balance and clarity segment on whether or not it was necessary for children to receive the COVID vaccine. Remember when that furor happened a couple of years ago? It was like, we got these vaccines and we got to jab everybody with them. And now people are looking at folks who are you know dying of respiratory issues and heart attacks and things of that nature. And the sudden unexpected death syndrome thing is really kind of spiraling out of control. And so you ask the question then, well, what does that mean? What does that mean for us as citizens? And especially, and most importantly, and I don't mind saying this at all, what does this mean for the body of Christ living in the world today? You know, the part of, was it Proverbs? You know, the one who does not care for um, his family is worse than an infidel. I, I really honestly believe that's more than just, do you provide for the material needs of those in your immediate family? I mean, that talks about caring for your brothers and sisters in Christ, not only in material and not only with emotional support, but also with intellectual support as well. Telling the truth, sharing the truth graciously, compassionately, emphatically in love, or I should say empathetically, <laughs> that, that might be the better word. But 47% of Christians surveyed by Pew Research indicate that they believe that we're living in the end times and 53% say that we're not. So I thought, well, this would be a fun question for us as bottom line listeners to uh, uh, attack as it were. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Do you believe we're living in the end times? I believe you could make a compelling case that we are. I'd love to hear from someone who says that we're not. Because we could have, I think, a very spirited conversation about whether or not, I mean, you could say, wait a minute, we haven't seen Antichrist yet. We haven't seen, we, we, everybody was all worried when Russia invaded Ukraine, you know, Gog and Magog and everything. No, no, the, the Russia invading anybody gets everybody's, you know, dander a little bit ruffled. The reality is we're coming up next month on the one year anniversary of Russia invading Ukraine, but the Gog and Magog thing is Russia invading Israel. So precursor, sure. How about the pandemic and the way it was handled? How about the draconian lockdowns? The reality is when you look at the four largest states in the United States, and I've shared the statistic before, California, Texas, New York, Florida, two states run by progressives, two states run by constitutionalists. All four states had essentially the same infection rate, testing positive for COVID-19. All four states had essentially the same hospitalization rate, all four states had essentially the same mortality rate and all four states had the same recovery rate. Which ones had the lockdowns and hurt their economies more and created more government dependencies? Well, that would be California, New York. More people flocked to Texas and Florida over the past couple of years. It's not because people weren't getting vaccinated. They were in those states. The difference was the state wasn't mandating it. And a lot of times people get branded as anti-vaxxers when they're actually anti-mandate. I don't know if you've been following these sisters who became very popular on social media during the Trump administration. Uh, they have real names, but they, they went by diamond and silk. 
And one of the sisters wound up contracting a heart ailment, respiratory issue, and she wound up losing her life. And you should see social media. They're talking about the conspiracies and COVID treatments and this, that, and the other thing. And of course, Twitter goes, wait a minute, I thought you were anti-vax. Does that mean you got the job? Whoa, wait a minute. You're hypocrites. We're not going to listen to you because you support Trump, but you're a hypocrite. Well, no, maybe they were anti-mandate, but not anti-vaccination. But this is where in the end times, you're going to see more seeds of confusion being sold sown. You're going to see more people like Dr. Ryan Cole being suspended and actually even losing his medical license. In California, same problem. And the reason they're losing their licenses or you're at risk at losing your license is because you don't comply with what the state wants you to tell. Even if you don't agree with it, even if you have scientific proof that proves that it's not true. How else are we going to get everybody in line in a one world government if we don't start censoring speech and censoring government? I don't know. What do you think? Either drop us a line at thebottomlineshow.com or give us a call at 800-227-5278. That, in fact, is the number to get you through to the bottom line. You know, another area where the left loves to confuse people is the area of the sanctity of human life, specifically what happens when a man and woman come together in a conjugal relationship and a child is created as a result of their union. Well, those of us in the body of Christ who support the sanctity of human life say, hey, it's a baby we're talking about here. And our friends at Preborn want you to see an ultrasound image of that child. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, 833-850-BABY-2229, you are making it possible for a woman who has had a pregnancy that she didn't see coming, thought she had taken protections. Now she's got that pregnancy test. Now she's got the issue of saying, oh my goodness, what do I do? And you get a chance to show her exactly who is living inside her womb. Photographic images of that kid kicking around in there, you get to hear the heartbeat. And it's such a wonderful gift you can give to her is an ultrasound that she doesn't have to pay for. Your $28 donation right now provides one ultrasound will save one baby's life. Your $140 donation right now will save five babies' lives. It's all tax deductible. 833-850-BABY is the number to call or go to kbrightradio.com. Click on the Preborn banner and make your best donation to Preborn today. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Movie Monday winding down for this Monday, the 23rd of January. Congratulations to Tommy from Spring Valley, one of our Bright San Diego area listeners, Andrea from, or Andrea from Brentwood and Jana from Huntington Beach, all winners of the free six or third, how many? We have three 30 day or one month subscriptions to pureflix.com. So you can watch movies like No Vacancy and our guest today on the program, uh, the venerable TC Stallings, the star of No Vacancy. And uh, if you didn't catch that interview, I encourage you to go to um, myhopenow.com and watch the video of our discussion or go to kbrightradio.com, bottomlineshow.com, rogermarsh.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. And I, I hope that uh, that Tommy and uh, Andrea and Jana will enjoy their subscriptions to PureFlix. As we're moving into a place where network television now has drag queens hosting nighttime game shows in primetime, when you see uh, space given for any sort of, you know, pro-abortion, pro-transgender, pro-mutilating your kids type of uh, whatever it is to try to draw the masses in. Let's remember 
that one of the beauties is that you can listen to a program like in all the teaching programs that you hear on our bottom line show affiliates, KBRT in Southern California, KNSN, KCBC, KLDC, KLTT, KKPC, and streaming at kbrightradio.com. And we keep the uh, audio archived at thebottomlineshow.com. But don't uh, hesitate to use those means while you still have them. Because part of living in end times times means that we in the body of Christ eventually are going to find our media choices driven underground. We're going to find our churches meeting behind closed doors. I mean, the idea that right now America is so wonderful because we have these massive mega churches and these great pastors and TV ministries and things of that nature. Every time Greg Harris joins us from Through the Bible, as a matter of fact, we're going to hear from Greg again this week. Um, he shares about how Through the Bible has spread their operations to where they're not just audio-based for listeners, but now they're also doing television. They're doing it in a couple hundred languages. And they realize that their stock and trade for international ministry is people who use their smart device, people who use an iPad or an iPhone or a Galaxy or you know whatever kind of Android phone you might have. And 83% of the world's population has one. And that is where we're going. Now, I love looking at the call sheets every week and finding out how many people love listening to the bottom line in the car on the way home from work. God bless you. I'm so glad you do. Hopefully it, uh, it kind of perks your ears and uh, kind of stimulates your brain a little bit and comforts your heart uh, in the middle of crazy traffic. And uh, I, I appreciate sharing the ride home with you each and every day. Um, I also appreciate people who listen on the radio at home in real time, but you know, a good number of our listeners catch this on the weekends. They kind of binge a couple hours of the bottom line show, or they pick up the weekend release or whatever. And, and we've got some great programming there to take a look at, but please understand that it is designed to have a certain measure of educational value and entertainment value. We like to call it infotainment sometimes, but the core of the message is this, Jesus is coming again soon. He will come to rule and reign and to the, judge the living and the dead. Each of us will have our moment, either before the throne or in the bema seat, you know, across from that, finding out how well we did or whether or not our name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. And the name of the game is you can preach the gospel all you want to, but is the gospel saturating your heart and your mind and your soul? Is your first thought during the course of the day, how can I be more Christ-like? How can I share the love of Christ with people? It's not something that you do, but rather it's like John MacArthur says, you don't just you know, preach the gospel, you just unleash the truth of scripture. And that's what our job is too. Go into all the world and unleash the good news to everyone who will hear it. That's the bottom line.